It is. Flyover clip. I saw a clip of you, and, oh. and, and, and all, before I rolled this clip here, you were on the Patrick Bed David show maybe a year ago, but there's a clip that's gone kind of viral recently yes. of that. And I um, we played just a, just a snippet of it. Now, in all, all transparency for the listeners, our family are big fans of Patrick Bed David. Our, yes. our, b- both ha- our kids all went to his vault event this mm-hmm. last year. He's lovely. And learned yeah. that Tom Brady, Mike Tyson was there. You learned a lot. We, we bought tickets for the whole team to go to next year's event already Good. in advance. Like you, you just learn business stuff. And he has a, he's, a, he's a kind of a steadying force in this. Lovely. But there's a guy on, on his cast that, uh, for whatever reason, chose to a- attack you viciously. And when I saw this, I was like, that's my buddy. And why would you, so we reached out and I'm like, you need to just come to Kansas city. So we're like the next day you flew, we flew you here yes. and, and had this conversation. I'll play a clip from this because you, you, you responded in a great way and, and, and held your ground. And I'm not going to play it forever, but you had this interaction that was aggressive, but two and a half hours later, however long the show was, you guys were friends. You, you, you'd won yeah. him back around. And that's an interesting thing because you didn't have to flip the tables and burn the building down mm-hmm. because, and, and, and because you were wronged. He attacked you and, and, and it was interesting. He, he operated as if it was a guy with a guy and you want to start a fight. Yeah. Like, like you're trying to egg on a fight. So yes. I don't know why he would try to start a physical fight with a woman. So it's just yes. an, it's an odd thing altogether. But let's play a cut of this because I know when people saw this, we'll put the link to the whole thing down below to your, sure. your YouTube channel. People can see it as well, like you shared it. But how do you handle this and maintain your cool mm. in, in, in this debate style, even if you are attacked? Because most people watching this, they're heading into Thanksgiving. They're headed different yes. things. They, they, yes, interesting. They, Thank you. They, yeah. they, might, they yes. might be in a situation uh, like this with somebody that doesn't see the world through the same lens. So let, let's play. We just cut up a, a few segments. Sure. Of this. Um, I'm wondering for you, what percentage are you saying just to as a comedian to be hyperbolic and just to kind of throw stuff out there and what stuff is actually factual and true. So for instance, I have a phone in my hand. This is a phone and you can Google things with a phone. So, um, Volodymyr Zelensky, a couple quick points. He's the same height as your boy Putin. They're both five, seven. He's not five, four. Putin isn't exactly a giant. Okay. That's one. Number two, I don't give two shits about the Muslims in the UK, but a quick Google search will show you that Muslims population will double by 2030, apparently, and go from 6.3% to 17% by 2050. This is Google, Katie. I don't care. Thirdly, I just Googled pictures of UK police officers with guns. Apparently, they got a lot of fucking guns. So my question to you is, what percentage of what you're saying is hyperbolic, getting eyeballs, respect, we live in that kind of world now, versus actually factual and true? Okay. Uh, Let's go from the start there. You showing me what a phone is and saying this is a phone. That isn't really the way to start an argument because that's to assert that I'm stupid and don't know what a phone is. Well, you're assuming we're stupid because we can't Google things that you say as a fact checker. Would you like me to answer what you just said? Sure, go ahead. You're going to talk over me. We could do either one. I could go either way. But go ahead. This is all you. Is it? Yeah, go ahead. So starting off on that kind of tone, I don't think is necessary. You then go to your phone and say, I can Google this. Like you've got the biggest penis on the planet. Where you might you have the biggest penis on the, on the planet, planet Katie. Got, I don't know. Darling, I've got bigger balls than Caitlyn Jenner. I, I <laughs> so, actually um, believe you, Katie. I actually believe you. But go ahead. Right. You're so bad at listening. And then when you stop talking, you say, go ahead for just a moment in time. You can Google anything. Why don't you Google my name and see what it says on Wikipedia? Because you'll find out that I'm both a monster 
uh, that I'm bankrupted, that I have no uh, background or backbone. You'll find out that I've bedded everybody in the UK. Many of those things won't actually be true. So just because you Googled something, Mm -hmm. that doesn't really make you Elon Musk, darling, does it? It just means maybe you can use one or two of your hands, probably at one side of your hand more than the other. It's had more (laughs) practice. You then talk about Zelensky's height as if that's a fact because you read it. And that's a misinterpretation of itself, isn't it? Because just because you read it on Google doesn't make it true, my flower pot, does it? And then you also talk about the fact this old statistic, Muslim 6%, walk with me, my flower, walk with me through London, through Leicester, through Birmingham, through Bradford, and walk with me through Minneapolis. Because you can call it 6% if you make that disparate in a population. But in the cities where they cluster together, you will find they have the majority. It's why they have the power. It's why we have a Muslim mayor. It's why we have a Muslim housing association. It's why we have a Muslim police association. And it's why we have Sharia law in most of our cities. And finally, you managed to find a picture of a police officer with a weapon. Well done, darling. Have a gold star and do some more Googling. Maybe you could watch some Cartoon Network while we adults talk. Of course, there are armed response officers. I said that as part of my answer. But most police officers on the streets of the UK are not armed. Is that okay for you? Wow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> wow. This people want to see this whole, you know, deal. But he, again, antagonized mm-hmm. in, in, in a way that if it was two men, he'd probably get punched. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's interesting that Patrick, as a man in the room, wouldn't be like, you know, you came to our house. You ended up rolling on the floor with my Doberman earlier. And it was <laughs> yeah. great. But if he was biting on you, I would be like, hey, she's a guest in our house. Uh, play nice. You yeah. know, I would like mm-hmm. do that. But uh, so t- – Everybody that watches this would probably want to know, what were you thinking, you know, there and break this down for us? Because that's yeah. what I wanted to know. That's why you're here. I mean, I was like, Katie, come and let's talk about this. <laughs> it's it's a crazy thing because when you look at it, and I hadn't even considered until watching it there, I'm just, there's just me and then there's three guys that yeah. all know each other, work together. So there is just me. Uh, I was invited in to talk about, you know, current affairs, update from the UK. And before this, that nothing happened, nothing went on. I arrived on time. I sat in my desk on time. And I think he just walked in whenever they were about to start. So there was no preamble. Everything was just fine. And I was being quiet while other people spoke. And it felt like he came in almost, you know, when you get those little toys and you can like, you wind them up like a little clock toy, don't you? And then you hold them like this. And then all of a sudden you let them go and they go. Yep. It felt like that. What I don't know was what had wound him Mm -hmm. because he got himself so wound that when it was, and it seemed organized to go to him. So I think he told Patrick or someone, I'm ready for Katie. Mm -hmm. Let me go at her. And off he went. And actually watching it there more carefully, I see him side-eye Patrick right near the start. So a little kind of check that, oh, I told the boss I'd I'd go now. Mm -hmm. So here I go. Just check in with the boss. But um, it was a strange thing. One of the bits of advice I give people, if someone's going at you, maybe they're in your face, maybe in the heat of the moment, is allow yourself the space to not go, oh my God, this guy's an yeah, asshole. What's he doing? Yeah, yeah. That you can almost yeah. see me wow, do yeah, it, I which could. is, yeah, which is go. Yeah. So, well, it's actually, well, it's breathe, but it is listen. Okay, now listen to what he's saying and try and remember the point. So, mm-hmm. you, so when they, so you're just going, okay, so first he said about this, the phone, then he said about this, mm-hmm. and then he said about Googling. So that you're focused on what was said so you can respond to what was said. 
and all of that kind of showmanship of this is a phone and you're yeah. so stupid because you don't know what a phone. You just let that go, let that go. So he was talking about Googling. So it's that mm-hmm. it is a it is a there is a physical movement you can see, which mm-hmm. is okay. Here we go then, and it's kind of military, and it's kind of because I could yeah. stand up and just go bosh, but that right. obviously isn't what would be helpful at that point. But I never realised it had quite the effect it did. And then and then towards the end, when I was speaking to him softly and allowing him to share a little bit of what might have upset him. And he said, well, maybe it is that you sound like an ex-girlfriend mm-hmm. that I had that hurt me really badly. And I was like, there it is. Mm-hmm. And and then, and then, of course, I want to help him repair the damage he's done to himself mm-hmm. because everyone deserves an opportunity to say, do you know what? I think I was just a bit of an asshole then. Can I just say, you know, I didn't mean it quite that way and we're all good, aren't yeah. we? And I'd have mm-hmm. gone, we're all good. I'd like to have had more chance for him to be all right because I don't yeah. really want to see him humiliated in the way he has been kind of globally. Well, you, mm-hmm. you you defended your ground but stayed calm and never, you know, got out of character mm-hmm. where you, you you felt like you were out of control. You were still debating yeah, that and allowing that to fine. happen. And then over time, because the show went on and they had other guests and you yeah. were talking on, you know, Zoom interviews and I mean, so forth. It lasted forth. a couple of hours. You know, yeah. he, he came around. I think there's just a great lesson in that. You know, because you stayed calm, but but also you didn't get beat up. No, and mm-hmm. just firm. It was it was mm-hmm. it was kind of held your space and just giving a little bit of jabs back. You know, flower mm-hmm. pot, mm-hmm. my lovely, which is letting him know you won't get past me, son. Mm-hmm. But then also, I know because I've been there. We've all been there. He said so. Whilst we we're all talking about the other topics, he wasn't. He sat there thinking, I just made a bit of a douche of myself. Mm-hmm. In his heart, he knows. And he sat there thinking, huh, that didn't go that great. He knows. Mm-hmm. I know well, he knows. He, he felt like he showed yep. up at a gunfight with a pocket knife. And he's yeah. like, I, I, And I feel badly for that because yeah. I don't want him to feel like that either because it's a podcast, for goodness sake. It's not global you know, right. but, but politics. But the, another key point to that, though, you never got offended. Never. Mm-hmm. And so I think so, then people sit there and they operate then out of offense. And that's what allowed this thing to get reconciled mm-hmm. is you, you held your ground without offense no. and that allowed that allowed a connection i always say you know i don't because people have been offended by me for a decade or whatever i don't give offense you choose to take it and i invite people to make better choices and then the other thing people come at me with often mm-hmm. when they're being kind but they say i don't agree with everything you say like i maybe agree with 60 percent, but i still you know i still love watching you and the thing about that is um you know, so what you're saying there is that you imagine we would agree on everything. I mean, that would be bizarre. Mm-hmm. But what you're actually also saying, and this is the harder thing to convey, is you're saying that when we agree, then we're both right. Mm. When we disagree, I'm wrong. So what you're right 100% of the time, that that's crazy thinking, isn't it? Because yeah. I know I'm not. I'm wrong a lot. But agreement suggests you're correct. And so trying to help people slowly understand that without me being aggressive mm-hmm. or, you know, trying to be some sort of know-it-all or whatever. I'm just basically saying it would be crazy if we agreed. And even more, are you saying that when we agree, that's the correct way of thinking? Because mm-hmm. that won't be right either. So it's now I, I've Man. been afforded this opportunity to try and explain these things in slower time. And I know I'm really appreciative to teachers that are taking my stuff and putting it in classroom for their debate class. Because then all the kids can say, yeah. she's crazy, or I totally get what she said there. Mm-hmm. And I love that. You know, this is an opportunity to gain people through conversation. Our founding fathers 
evolve the idea that you and I have within ourselves the God-given right and the ability to determine our own destiny. But freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. This is a crazy time to be alive. Well, just in our lifetime, it used to be where you'd hear your grandparents talk about how cheap gas was and stuff, and it was 75 years before, 50 years you yeah. know, before. And so we've seen a lot of changes since Biden took office, $700 more a month. Than what you needed in January of 21 when he took office. You might hear these kind of things and think, oh, that's overwhelming. I can't control the government. I can't control what they're doing. I can't control the spending, but we can take care of ourselves. You want to make sure that you're buying bullion from somebody that you can trust and someone that does not charge you a commission when you go to sell. If there's going to be a commission, have it on the front end, not the back end when it skyrockets and now you're like, oh my gosh, look at this big, huge commission I got to pay because it's on the back end before I sell it. You can buy an ounce of silver for $23. So this is something everybody can get into. And if silver goes to $50, if it goes to $75, if it goes to $100, all of those profits are yours. And that's happening while the dollar is buying less and less at the actual grocery store. So you can go to flyovergold.com, fill out your information. When you do that, someone from Dr. Kirk's team will get a hold of you to set up a free consultation. It doesn't cost you any money whatsoever. Or to do the same thing, you can just call 720-605-3900. Have you ever wondered about ancient civilizations or the moon landing? chemtrails, the Nephilim, demons. Those are all things that fascinate me. Decided to use our platform of the Flyover Conservative podcast and create a new show called Conspiracy Conversations. Every Saturday morning, we get together with some of the brightest minds in the world that have spent thousands of hours on a topic, churning through the research, looking at things they've traveled, they've been to the locations, they're looking for the truth because they're as curious as you and I are about what's true. What is really true about our past, where we came from, where we are, and where we're going? We don't bring on guests to iron out their wrinkles and find out the things that we disagree on. No more than I go to the grocery store and, and, and try to put everything in the whole store in my cart. I just try to walk out with better ideas than I had when I walked in. If you got something inside you that's like, what about that? I don't even know if I agree, but I would like to hear them out. If you have an open mind and a curious heart, we've got a show for you every Saturday morning at 8 o'clock, conspiracyconversations.com. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.